Welcome back to the HMA Interview Podcast. We are excited to have the 2020 Freshman of the Year, Sammy Sasso, join us today for the 46th interview. Before we roll the episode, let me fill you in on the latest at HMA Wrestling. First and foremost, we are very, very close to finishing up our next merchandise order and we'll put the gear up on our site once we get it in. Also, our brand new Rockfin page is looking super clean and we'd love it if you go check it out over at rockfin.com slash HMA Wrestling. All right, enough for me. Let's turn it over to Sammy Sasso. Sammy, how's it going today? Uh, it's going well. It's going well. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm ex- excited, to, t- excited to talk to you a little bit today. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you reaching out and having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've been doing this, uh, or at least trying to, trying to get this done for a while now. Um, I got to see you in Tulsa, which reminded me uh, I needed to do the interview with you. So, um, yeah, I'm glad I got to see you there. That was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a good camp. Some heat. A lot of good kids. There were a lot of good kids there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I really enjoyed that. So, um, obviously, you, you were able to get down there. Were you able to wrestle with any, like, the high school kids and get some, get some good training in with them? Yeah, yeah, I got to wrestle. I got to wrestle with a bunch of kids. Um, uh, you know, Gibson, um, Spratley, uh, Mac Church, um, Webster. I just got – I was bouncing around with a bunch of guys. So. Yeah. Yeah. I got a bunch of feels with, uh, you know, the young talent of, of America, so it was, it was good. Other than that, um, looking at your training, are you are you back in Pennsylvania right now or are you in Columbus? Uh, so I just got back to Columbus. Um, yeah. Yeah, just got back on Monday. So, you know, I'm excited excited to be out here. Was was kind of on the, the clinic run um, and, you know, just running running practices back home. Uh, but now, you know, I'm back in Columbus can, can kind of focus more on myself and, uh, and my personal training. I ain't got to worry about anybody else when I, when I go into practice. So, so that, that's really good. Uh, I was in the room today, went live with, uh, Ethan Smith and Carson Karsla. So, I uh, don't get, don't get, yeah, don't get much better than that, you know? Oh, so yeah. yeah, they're big. So it takes a lot of Watts, but, uh, that's how you build, that's how you build it up. Exactly. Um, so take me back a couple months. What does a day in the life of Sammy Sasso look like this summer uh, while you were in PA? What, what does it look yeah. like? What's your training schedule? What, uh, what it, like? it, was, it, was, it was really good. I got, you know, in the Lehigh Valley, you got good partners. Um, there's a lot of good wrestling there. So um, getting guys and getting in the room was, was fairly easy. And, you know, I had a key to a room. So, um, you know, I'm waking up, I'll do something in the morning and then, um, grab, grab a group of guys and, and, and go run a practice, you know, at dark nights. And, uh, some of the quarantine rooms I was in, uh, were, were pretty sick. You know, I wrestled with the Hydleys, um, McFadden, um, I went to New Jersey, uh, just some of the rooms I was in, I wouldn't have got that opportunity to do if if, if COVID didn't happen. So I got to right. wrestle with with a lot of people, and you know I'm thankful for those guys because they helped me get better during a during a tough time. For sure. So um, this would be a little bit of a tough question, but if you take out like all the effects of the coronavirus, like people don't die, but if you got to experience the same thing, you got to go back to PA. Um, and wrestle with these guys like the summer that you had 
Would you change yeah. it if you could go back and change it, or would you? Would no, you no, not at all. Uh, you know, I try to look for for the good and everything. And you know, my brother, my brother is a uh, he's going to be a sophomore this year, and I got to spend just a lot of time with my brother, um, and I got really close with him. Uh, and it just wouldn't have happened if 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 Corona didn't didn't occur. So right. I got with my brother and my brother was in those rooms with with these guys with d1 guys and you know um i'm running tough practices and he he's understanding what life is going to be like uh you know if you if you really want to be successful in the sport this is the life you got to live and i think uh he fell in love with it um mm -hmm. and it was good and i wouldn't have got that time with him if i didn't get if i didn't get corona so yeah i look at it was it was it was all good and you know i think i got made jumps on people where um maybe they didn't have access to the rooms like me or training partners like i did so um you know i'm feeling really good about my training during this time yeah that's really really cool um so talking about getting closer with your brother when you first started wrestling what are you um three three years older than him three or four uh um Five. I'm five years older. Really? Yeah. So when yeah. you first started wrestling, was he at all involved? What What age did you start? And was he at all involved in like watching you? Like, what was it like when you first oh, started? Oh yeah. It, there's funny. There's home tapes. My brother's at the tournament. He's kind of in La La Land, just running around, mm -hmm. um, having fun. You know, a little uh, three year old at, at a tournament. So I started when I was about seven. Um, so he was about two then, and, you know, sometimes yeah. he would get brought along. Um, but he didn't get into it until he was about seven or eight then. Okay. And, and did you start uh, with, uh, with Dark Knights? No. So, uh, I started wrestling for, for my, my town team. So we have like a league. It's, uh, K through six. And, you know, I, that's where I started. So I started wrestling for Nazareth, uh, just a good program through high school, elementary, middle school. Um, so I started wrestling there. Uh, wasn't so successful at first, but, you know, I, I trained, I trained hard and I just believed in myself. And then I found Dark Knights uh, and, and Van Dobish when I was in like sixth grade and I started training there. And then that became, uh, you know, my main club where I was trained out of. Right. So when you first started, did you like immediately, you say you started when you were seven. So did you immediately fall in love with the sport? Like, did you get on the mats and be like, I love the sport so much? Or did it take yeah. a while to adapt? Um, you know, I got in that big room. I got in that big room and I was hesitant. I was in the K through six room. I was hesitant. You know, I was kind of nervous when you're eight years old, you're in second grade and you look at a sixth grader. It's like, kid's a giant you know what i mean so right. it's nerve-wracking um i didn't really have any ties my my dad didn't wrestle you know we didn't really know anyone in the program um didn't have much friends that wrestled so it was really nerve-wracking and you know i was but my dad made me go and then you know that first practice um something about it i loved it and i really i just wanted to be good and i wasn't and it didn't come easy to me i was always very competitive um, but you know, I was an athletic kid and, and sports kind of came easy to me. So when it didn't come easy, you know, I wanted it more, I think. Um, and I think that's one thing that really helped me was just 
not being successful right away mm -hmm. and just you know i had to put in the work first so you said when you first started it it took a little bit so sixth grade when you move was when you moved to dark nights right yeah um so i was jv i was jv on my elementary team i started in second and i was jv until my fifth grade year then i was on the varsity team and i had a good season i took second at the varsity tournament which was kind of like a heartbreaker but then my sixth grade year i really kind of um grew in grew into uh you know i knew i knew wrestling was my sport and this was the the path i was going to go go in high school and college how did you find dark knights uh well i went to virginia beach for the nhsca duels in fifth grade and i wrestled on a team and van dobish van dobish was there he was the coach of the team because his son mm -hmm. was on the team and then uh he was he was nuts man he was crazy uh van was nuts but uh you know i loved it i loved it, the passion that he had for wrestling and you know he he saw something in me that other people didn't see where he, he knew that i was that i was special and he really believed in me so we hit it off and uh i started going there and i was like the first outsider at dark nights it was all kids from east Stroudsburg. And then I was the first kid from another town. And then it started to kick up, and we got a lot of good guys in that room. Yeah. So when you first got there, was it – did you feel like it was immediately, like, your home? Like, you knew you were going to be able to wrestle with them yeah. for a while? Or was it a little awkward when you first got there? Yeah, no, I knew right away. My, I went to, like, the first – my first uh, couple practices, and they were – intense man they were the toughest practices you know i ever really went through and it was just brutal but i loved it you know what i mean and i, I had to keep coming back and you know my mom asked me that because i like i said i didn't really have much ties um anywhere in the wrestling community so i kind of bounced around clubs and stuff you know didn't really have the, a, a set home um but then dark nights came and you know my mom asked me, where do you feel the love? And I was like, I feel the love at Dark Nights. I knew, I knew that he had my back and he believed in me and he gave me a platform, practices to where I could work that hard. And, you know, he really, he really helped me in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, you grew up in eastern Pennsylvania, East Stroudsburg, like the Lehigh Valley kind of area. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, one of the best places in the country, if not the world. Um, for wrestling um, what do you think what kind of effect did that like just being in the best environment from age seven um, what do you think that what what kind of roles do you think that played in your wrestling career um, just being able uh, to see the highest level from such a young age it, it was it was uh, key in my in my love for the sport you know you're at the varsity tournament for K through six and they're doing parade of champions and um, what they're doing for, you know, an elementary tournament, the, the finals is just sick. It's, it's like you're at, you're at your state finals or your district finals and the crowd's into it. Um, it's, really, it's really something special. Um, and back in the day, when I was eight years old, nine years old, uh, the view was so tough. The Valley Elementary mm -hmm. Wrestling League, I mean – if you won the view, you were you were legit. I mean, 
there was just tough brackets and really tough kids. You look at Division One, they're scattered all over. So right, pretty crazy. Who are, who are some of your partners at Dark Knights? Would are they still wrestling right now? Would we know some of those some of those guys that you wrestled? Yeah, um, you know, back when it, back when it first started, uh, Ramo was Ramo came in, and I wrestled mm-hmm. with Ramo a lot at Dark Knights. Um, my, my one buddy Patrick Gould, he's from uh, he's from Kent State. And then uh, Sean Pearson, he's at Princeton. Travis Stefanik, he's at Princeton. Um, you know, there's a lot of good partners in that room. Um, and especially when I was younger, I, you could wrestle the older kids, um, and it was going to be tough. So Right. That's really, really cool. Those are some, some really solid guys. Um, yeah. So something you talked about at the, at the Oklahoma camp that really interested me was where you developed your really – like your defensive style and that single leg defense in the cradle that you've been um, made famous for pretty much. Um, yeah. Where, where did you develop that, that style and uh, just walk me through uh, how that came about? Um, yeah, just, you know, I wanted wrestling to happen. And sometimes when you're, when you're in the younger ages, kids are trying to win practice. Um, they want to win the live go. They just want to get a takedown and, you know, they're happy with that. Well, for me, well, I wasn't happy with that. I wanted to wrestle you as hard as I could and create action and, and you know, get in a wrestling position. And some guys just wouldn't do that, you know. And I'd put my leg out there. They'd grab it, and then I'd start rolling around, start scrambling. And I was finding out that, that you know, I can score like this. I can, uh, you know, just because someone's on my leg doesn't mean doesn't mean I can't score. So I think that, that was uh, – uh, really key in, in my in my develop, developmental stages, you know, through middle school mm-hmm. when I was kind of developing my style. I feel like that's such a rare mentality to have, especially in youth wrestling. Um, to be able to set aside your ego in youth is, is really impressive. And you and Seth Gross are two guys who stick out to me. Um, I had Seth on the show a while back, and now he's, he's part of HMA. But um, – just talking to him about his youth wrestling, he did the, pretty much the same thing. He would want yeah. wrestling to happen, and he felt like guys <laughs> would kind of evade him. So he'd let them into his legs, and he didn't like sprawling. And so he'd just play <laughs> around with, with funk. And yeah. um, it's something that I feel like I rarely see on the youth level. It's really cool to, to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Yeah, I was at the Tulsa. Some of those little kids, they can roll around now, you know. Oh, They're yeah. scrambling at a young age. It's uh, it's fun to watch. For sure. Um, so as as you started to get older, your success grew, and you started to get um, more known across the country, across the state. Um, and you know, the recruiting is what interests me the most. Um, Ohio State started. Ohio State and Iowa have really started to start recruiting more and more in Pennsylvania. Um, Iowa a little bit more Western Pennsylvania than, than what Ohio State's doing. But um, yeah. how did you get in contact with the Ohio State guys, and what was what was the recruiting process like for you? Um, the recruiting process was good for me. Um, you know, like I said, I was I said it in Oklahoma. I think it's something you should enjoy, uh, not something that you should be stressing about all the time because not everybody gets to do it, and it, it is an enjoyable process, and you get to meet a lot of people. Um, but I think uh, Ralph, Anthony Ralph was the first guy to reach out to me. Um, 
and you know Ralph was just a good good guy. I liked Ralph right away, and then you know started talking to Tom, uh, and you know just knew knew they were my guys. Uh, not right away because I don't think you know some people say they feel it right away. Well, I understand that, but I wanted to weigh out everything first, and then when I'm done weighing out everything. We'll see if I still feel the same way um, or where I'm leaning to. You know what I mean? Um, right. I didn't right. want to just make it on a fly, and I needed to, to weigh everything out. And then the feeling you have at the end of the process is the pick you should go with, not at the beginning. So that was for me. Because if I went with the choice at the beginning, it'd probably be different. Um, so I waited till the end. I knew Ohio State was the place for me. And, you know, I'm just uh, I'm so happy to be here. What were some of the other schools in the running that you had to, to decide between? Um, you know, Virginia Tech, uh, Nebraska. Uh, I liked Iowa for, for a while, but I think it came down mainly to Virginia Tech and Ohio State. Yeah. Um, so when you first got to Ohio State, obviously, like I said, growing up in the Lehigh Valley, Eastern Pennsylvania, um, the wrestling level is already super high. You'd been – exposed to the highest level of wrestling in, in the world um but when you got to ohio state were there any differences that you noticed that was like well this isn't high school anymore or something like that where you're just like it, it's time to to step it up a little bit oh yeah i remember i came in here my freshman summer and you know there wasn't too many people on campus because they had just left um and then they were coming back in a little bit but I was about the only guy right around 65 kilos, you know, McKenna and Steber were getting ready for final X and they weren't wrestling each other. So I kind of got thrown into the fire right away, you know, just coming off uh, the end of my senior year and then right to school and I'm right in the dogfight. It's back to back goes with Steber and McKenna, you know, I'm getting whooped. Uh, and some of those things you can't notice on TV you can't mm -hmm. notice on film the feel that they're giving you and you just feel once they're in on a leg, you feel it. Um, so there was a lot of, a lot of things that needed to be changed. Um, but you can't do it all at once. You know, your hand fighting probably needs work. Your leg defense probably needs work. Uh, your shot needs work and then your finishing needs work. So you got five, six things that you need to get better at. Well, now you got to pinpoint, where do I got, I got to take care of this, then I can take care of this, then I can take care of this. And, you know, it's a process. But uh, I think I did a good job at that and just really closing the gap on those guys, you know. Um, by the time I end of my freshman year, I was, I was scrapping. Things had changed. Yeah. So um, you, would you say the main difference in high school to college was the partners or was, was the training much different? Um, the partners – also how hard guys are wrestling you um mm -hmm. but for me it was like what like i said i couldn't see it on film um was just like the positioning you know when logan steeper gets in on a head inside single um you can't understand the pressure he's got with his head his shoulders arms until he's really he's in on the leg you know what i mean and right maybe bad habits that i could have got away with in high school uh, ain't flying with him, you know. He's been mm -hmm. wrestling with Jaggers 
for however long. So yeah, he's he's good at finishing, and but that made me better. If he wasn't that good at finishing, you know, I would still I would have thought my leg I would have came in and thought my leg defense was awesome when there was a lot of rooms for improvement. Mm-hmm. So when you first when you first started, obviously you had. That's that's crazy. You get you get thrown into college and you got McKenna and Steve are like <laughs> right there. That that's the first guys you're getting thrown in with. Full um, tilt too. They were in, they were on they were getting ready for final X, so they were yeah. they were going hard. Was there it much was animosity there? Like No, not at all. It was really uh it was just really handled well and you know, those guys I mean, still good friends, I I, I think. I don't wanna speak for them, but uh, you know, that was really – it just really went well. And, you know, I was kind of in the middle there. And um, I had no bias towards anyone. I just got in there. Yeah. And I was just thankful to get in there at the time where these guys are going as hard as they can. And you're getting thrown in. It's time to scrap. Like, you got you to gotta pick it up. And and I was just happy to be there. And in an environment where, you know, it's almost solidified that, that that the choice in my mind, you know, this was the spot, and the way that this has been handled, you know that they're going to ride for you, and they're not going to pick a side. And um, I thought that was really cool. So that helped, right. you know, when you pick a school and then you're there and you see that uh, is is great. And once you've wrestled Logan Steber in the room for an hour of, of, of live, it's going to be a lot different. Wrestling Logan Steber for an hour of live is going to be a lot different than wrestling Brayton Lee for seven minutes, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's just something that you get used to this level of wrestling. And when you, when you get into college, even though college is one of the highest levels of wrestling, especially in the big 10, especially at that weight, um, it's still not going to be what you've experienced in the room. And so that's, that must've been really helpful for you. Just um, your freshman year, and that was pretty evident when you were able to to hang with Lugo, like the senior, redshirt senior, um, as a as a freshman. That kind of shows the level of guys you've been training with in the room. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's good. You know, I go in and grab grab anyone, and um, it's going to be a hard workout. So um, something that I've kind of noticed from your freshman year is it was a lot of highs and lows. Um, so you had the, the CKLV loss to, to Brayton Lee, but then you bounce right back, have Lugo and Carver knock him off, and then revenge on Brayton Lee in the duel right after that. Then you have the loss at Big Tens. Um, but it started to come up as the, as the year progressed. Um, like the ups and downs started, but it started to get higher as, you, as, you, uh, as the season went on. And then obviously NCAAs didn't get to happen. Um, but what was your mindset coming off of Big Tens um, just ready to finish it off with that, that one weekend in Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you take the loss in the big 10 finals, but, uh, you learn a lot from it. You know, um, I took that shot with whatever I, because I had to, I could have slain that shot so much more. I mean, it was there all match just being hesitant, waiting for the perfect moment. And it don't gotta be a perfect moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I figured that out, you know, the light bulb kind of clicked. Um, and then the tournament gets canceled. But you go into training with that in mind, and really it's stuck in your mind because the last match you wrestled ended on a loss and it ended like that. So training, been keeping that in mind, and 
um, wrestling more free, wrestling more loose, wrestling more confident, you know? Um, yeah. I'm really excited to, to, to get on a mat and compete. For sure. Uh, I'm excited to watch you. I know a lot of people are too. Um, Thanks. So when, who, who would you say was the, the toughest guy that you wrestled your freshman year? Just like the toughest guy you wrestled. Um, I'll go with Lugo, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, 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 it's me and my own, my own head. Um, you know, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm on and I don't think I was, I was on like I could have been, um, you know, for, for the majority of the year. Uh, I just know there was another level there that I could have kicked into, but you know, when you have to pick one, I would say Lugo. What's the biggest change you think that had to be made um, for for NCAs? Um, you mean as far as my wrestling? Yeah, as far as your wrestling, for you to finish on top of the podium. Yeah, just uh, just being more relaxed, just being more relaxed, and understand that it don't gotta be perfect, and that I gotta just create wrestling. I can't have one or two scrambles in the match. That's not how I wrestle. It's never how I wrestled. You know. I got to get, we're, we're going to get in, I'm going to get in the legs and, you know, we're, I want to roll around, get in in five, six scrambles. I know, I know I got a, just a, a, um, an ability in those scrambles where, you know, I, I can come out on top and I need more of that. I, I need more of that, not standing up and, you know, hand fighting and you know, fighting hooks for, right. for the majority of the time. Yep. Um, do you feel like if, NCAs happen. Everything stays the same. Were you planning on competing in, in all the freestyle events this summer? Yeah, yeah. Do you like freestyle? Is that something you uh, like yeah, to I see do. yourself doing you know, in the future? Yeah, I love wrestling. So, um, you know, freestyle, folk style. Uh, I feel like I can make a quick adjustment, um, quick transition. And, you know, I love wrestling. So, yeah, I'm, I'll get after it. Yeah, I – and you've wrestled a lot of freestyle too, and junior trials and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Last year in the open, you wrestled world team trials and stuff, made the finals. Um, so I'm yeah. excited to watch you in freestyle. That style is gonna um, be a little bit different to adapt. Can't do as much yeah. roll around, but um, yeah, I'm sure that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. But looking forward into your into your uh, the future of your career, Ohio State next year has insane lineup right around your way with with anthony etchemendia coming in uh luke pletcher's graduating but man right around 41 49 57 is is stacked in columbus so um yeah are you looking at at, at moving around weights if you have to um or are you just planning on staying at 149 yeah i think uh the plan right now is to stay at 49 um if adjustments need to be made for the team then you know i'm all for it uh, I feel like I can make it happen. Um, it's weight above, you know. We got good nutritionists out here get me on a plan. So, um, whatever, wherever, wherever the team needs me to go, so I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so after college, talk a little bit of freestyle. Um, do you have any plans or ideas of maybe going to the OTC or something like that after college? Or are you Ohio State all the way going to stay there? That's yeah, the right yeah, now. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty comfortable in Columbus. Uh, I love it out here. So, you know, as of now, I don't really plan on leaving 
um, for for you know a, a, a long time yeah. right now. <laughs> so well, I know I plan on staying I'm here. Sure, sure. Columbus uh, loves having you there, um, yeah. <laughs> and excited to watch you wrestle in the future. Can't I really really hope we get a season next year? Um, <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Whether that be like a just January or if we get the full November to to March, I really really hope we do get it. Yeah, um, I'm not sure we will. All right, Sammy. Thanks so much for the time today. I really appreciate it, and uh, I'm glad we finally got you on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, until next time. All right.